Welcome Harvesters. Thank you for taking the steps to heal your inner child and past trauma. You've chosen to take the journey towards self-love and self-healing. And I'm your host, T. James. So let's start this growing season. harvesters happy Sunday I hope that we are all doing well this morning as you can hear the birds chirping behind me I'm always up early and I find that recording at this hour between like 5 30 well, I start my day probably like, like 5 15 meditate and everything like my normal half of my morning routine and then I typically start recording between 6 and 6 30 depending on um, how I'm feeling. But welcome back. Welcome back to episode five, where we learn to forgive ourselves. We talk about self-forgiveness today. So I want to thank you guys again for returning and listening in on this episode to see how we can continue to plant seeds for healing and growing. I just want to continue to remind you to review and share the podcast and leave any comments, leave some feedback. Let me know what your thoughts are about the podcast so far. Are there other episodes that you like to, you know, have other topics, things that we can discuss? Please do not hesitate to let me know as I'm open to receiving all feedback. Um, That's one thing I am getting better at taking in. uh, Constructive criticism, because there would there would be times where I would take it as a personal attack, but I had to realize, child, ain't nobody against you, girl. It's just you. But I want to thank you guys for the viewer support. Thank you guys for continuing to listen and to share and just giving me feedback and your encouragement is definitely appreciated. Leave some voice messages, some testimonials that I can share on the episode itself, or I can share on my Instagram page as I'd love for everyone to know how the podcast is going for them. And, you know, just to have the audience to to see like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Um, let me give it a listen because, you know, there may be some things that I can take away from it. There may be some things that I can apply to my life. But one thing that I do want to remind you throughout this entire podcast is that I am no licensed professional. I'm only sharing what has gone on in my um in my life since having my spiritual awakening and going along my healing and self-love journey. There's so many things that I'm learning about myself. So I want to share that with you all. And again, take the meat, leave the bones, whatever does not resonate. It does not have to apply, but I do again, thank you for all of the continued support that is, that is shown. So y'all, um, I hope that you guys follow along with the seasons, considering that we have all been wanting some some warmer weather. So the first day of spring was yesterday. And I don't know about y'all, but honey, my bones and skin are ready to soak in the sunshine and the warm. And I know that could have been done during the winter months. However, we, the days that we did get sunshine, I did make it my mission to sun gaze from my room and to let the sun, mess this all this melanin soak up all of that sun. But it's nothing like some warm weather. The spring and the summer, I thrive. The beach is my best friend. And I said this summer that I wanted to do a lot more. I want to live, not saying that I haven't lived before, but I want to take in what this world has to offer I want to go hiking. I want to go camping, like some awesome day trips, just exploring, you know? So I want to make sure that with this new spring season that I'm opening and I'm ready to start some new beginnings because that's what the spring season is all about. That's what the equinox is all about. Renewal, new beginnings, welcoming change and growth and revitalization, just renewal to yourself. Like, what is it that you want to start? Um, This is the perfect time for spring cleaning, to clean that house from top to bottom, to take out anything that is no longer serving you. 
these are all repeated cycles, you know, following along with the moon phases. We just had a new moon where we set our intentions to manifest things that we want to happen in our lives, planting those seeds, which brings us to the full moon that'll be taking place on the 28th. So whatever ritual you feel compelled to do between now and the full moon, um, plant some seeds, like literally plant some seeds. If you want to start a mini garden or if you've been wanting to plant some, you know, just have some foliage around your house, some flowers, just some regular plants, what have you, plant those seeds. Go ahead and do that. Get it, go ahead and get it started. I have some um, plants that I've been growing for a while, my croton, which doesn't seem to be getting any bigger. So I think I might need to change my soil and my pot because I have to remember that plants are living beings just like us. So in keeping that flowing and keeping them growing, I'm going to make sure that I change out the soil as well as with my money plant because that I've taken off the dead leaves, but I, my mindset, I need to get rid of these limited beliefs Hence, when I talked about karmic cycles, so I know that I'm going through all this. So I know like once I get everything out of the way, I know I'll be fine. But create your own cleanse, whether it's your car or whether it's a food challenge you've always been wanting to do or like a new food you've been wanting to try, do it. Purge from processed foods. If you want to do more clean eating, if you want to switch over to plant-based or vegan or whatever type of lifestyle that you want to create for yourself, do it. This is the perfect time to do it. Another thing that you can do in channeling the energy from the sun is practice 108 sun salutations, which is a meditative practice um, when you're facing the sun. And my friend Devin actually showed me how to do it. But pardon me, when something is not um, done repetitively, you do not remember <laughs> So you'll want to go ahead and scoot over to Google and look up how you can do your 108 sun salutations. However, if you don't want to do the full 108, you can also do it based off of your age, your date, or if there's a lucky number that you have, you can practice it with those numbers. Go hiking, which is what I mentioned that I wanted to do <laughs> earlier. Um Go to a big-ass flower field and just lay out and sun gaze and watch the clouds. Have a picnic. I, if you haven't, no, I'd love the spring. <laughs> I love, love, love the spring. Set some intentions. As I mentioned earlier with the new moon, planted some seeds for healing and growing. Hello. The harvest is always going to come back to play when it comes to how the universe is ever ever knowing and ever growing. Create an altar for yourself. If you do already have one, make sure that it is equipped with all elements, earth, fire, water, and air. Have a picture of a loved one, a deceased loved one if you choose. So do an affirmations altar, a love altar, whatever you choose, a money altar, whatever altar you choose to do for yourself, set one up. Um, choose three positive intentions that you want to focus on during the season something that you can continue to implement throughout your daily routine. Tell someone you trust about your intentions. That way they can hold you accountable because accountability is key here. As we discussed that in episode four, just learning that sometimes it always does start with you. So taking accountability with the things that are going on in our lives, if we want to see change, be the change that we want to see differently. And I don't know if y'all pay attention, which I know a lot of you do, and um, pay attention to horoscopes and astrology, but um, Aries season has started, yo. Aries season has started, and I am super duper excited, okay? Aries season is here. Aries season will be here from the 21st of today, March, until April 19th. Because then Taurus season starts, which I can also party because of my Taurus moon. But I'm going to let my March babies enjoy these last couple weeks of March that has um, prompted Aries season. I'm going to let you cook, sis, okay? I'm going to let you cook because, honey, as soon as April 1st starts, trust and know that your girl will be acting a whole fool and ignorant fool. But not so much that, you know, anything negative is going to be attached to that. But 
I am celebrating my solar return. I will be 38 and I keep forgetting that I'm almost 40 <laughs> because I'm just, I don't know, I guess my inner child always is always alive and well. And so I make sure that I do a lot of things to keep her active and healing her all in the same sense because I forgot as at one point I did forget about her and her needs. While I am doing the healing, there are still parts of ourselves that we need to remember that also need healing. And so since Aries season has now started, hey, we're going to see what she wants to do because I'm pretty sure that there are some things that she wants to heal and take care of. But with Aries season, just remember that we are some passionate people. We're fearless, energetic. We're pioneering. And since Aries is my sun sign, it is located in my eighth house. So make sure that you are checking on the location of your eighth house because the eighth house represents merging, sex, intimacy, shared finances, inheritances, taxes, loans, assets, property, joint ventures, goals, mystery, partners, resources. So from what I'm getting from that, it's all about money, which <laughs> I need a sugar daddy. Not so much that I need one. It would be nice to have one. I'll just say that. So um, in remembering your sun sign, remember that it symbolizes your personal identity. The sun shows us areas where the person should learn to be independent, where they should fulfill their potential, differentiate from themselves, and shine. Areas are very straightforward and their feelings, and um, or with their feelings, pardon me, and they're very straightforward <clears throat> and avoid any type of mind games. They like patience and are unafraid of risks. <laughs> I laugh because that is me. That is me. Um, this sometimes does lead to them making very rash decisions, which ultimately turns out in their favor. We fight very, very hard for our goals and are very good teammates. Loyal, smart, and impulsive. <laughs> um, we don't calm down until our life is in sync with our dreams and our desires. Very often domineering. Most times they initiate the relationship. Sometimes it feels like they are coming on strong. Can be very jealous lovers and can do anything for the ones they love. Now, I I will attest to all of this that I read. And I took this from Nebula, which I um, use this also to read my chart. I also use time passages. And I use Time Nomad to go along with the planetary energy, which today is a Sunday. So check into those, uh, check into that planetary energy. And I, I pay attention to my horoscope and I pay, as I dig more and more into astrology, I pay more and more to the, um, the aspects that go along within my chart. And since I do have this eighth house, eighth house placement, um, I have a great urge to go farther and deeper into life and step every step of the way. I want to experience more and my desires are both powerful and intense. So it's like when I have something in mind that I want to do, I do it. And there's no stopping me. No stopping. Ain't no stopping. Hey, it's a celebration, y'all. Airy season has started. We are now in spring. So, I mean, what more can we not celebrate? So, happy birthday, Aries. I wish you nothing but abundance this season because we were about to step in our bag. We are about to do the goddamn thing. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but I am hella ready. I have been ready. Um, I just want to make sure that I'm prepared and that I step correctly. I don't want to always just step into it and automatically win everything because I may not be well equipped for it. So I want to make sure that I'm stepping correctly with everything that is meant for me for my highest good. So as we move on, um, I do want to highlight another Black business. Um, my friend, Dr. Faith Wilkerson, has started a event production and promotions company, which has been voted Best in Richmond, Virginia, and on Virginia this morning, one of the top six picks. 
and I'm so proud of her. Um, unfortunately, I no longer live in Richmond, but if you are in the Richmond area, you want to make sure that you check out this site. It's at unlockingrva.com. You can also check out the Instagram page at Unlocking RVA. If you want to learn about any of the upcoming events, go to unlockingrba.com backslash upcoming events, where you can learn about things to do, local businesses, and places to um, places to explore in Richmond, Virginia, because there's always something going on and people are always saying, oh, well, there's nothing to do. And that can even be here locally, like here in Norfolk, where I reside, um, you often find people saying, oh, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. But there's always something to do. You just have to really look into Google will be your best friend and Pinterest will be your best friend. Because I've all even when traveling and looking into where I want to go, I always look up what are there things to do? Because I love being I love touring places, you know, especially something I haven't gone. I don't just want to stick to just one specific thing. So if I do ever have the opportunity to go and explore, I try to make sure that I do. So this is a perfect opportunity. And I'm so proud of her for what she's put into the city. And just make sure that you become a friend of the friend of the brand, which is one of the membership programs also afforded on the Unlocking RVA website. And it has different tiers um, at $25, $50, and $100. And you'll have monthly access to monthly calendar events and exclusive members-only giveaways and so much more. So definitely make sure you check out that page. Again, it is unlockingrva.com. If you want to um, provide any information or advertise with them or book them, you can go to info at unlockingrva.com. Remember their Instagram page and check out what they have to offer. They are celebrating five years and I'm super, super excited, super excited for her and the progress of this platform and may it continue to grow in abundance and with her audience. So as I mentioned before, we are in episode five where we start to dig into forgiveness. We start to look at self-forgiveness we start to explore ways that we can forgive ourselves for anything that we've thought about ourselves, what we have felt about ourselves. Even if we've hurt others, we've done wrong by others, it's important that we take the opportunity to forgive and forgive ourselves. So making sure that we're staying on top of our healing along this healing journey, I wanted to go ahead and start digging more into things that are going to come up along this journey because it, anybody, if anyone has ever told you that the healing process was going to be sunshine and baths and meditations, they set your ass up for failure, okay? <laughs> because... Not. It's not. It's not. And you really need to sit with yourself any chance that you can. If you want to properly heal yourself, if you want to fully acknowledge what it is that you need, it is important that you sit and look at yourself in the mirror and really, really tell yourself, okay, girl, you fucked up. You fucked up. So what are you going to do? How are you going to fix this? So with our affirmation of the day, I forgive myself for the hurt I've created. I forgive myself for the hurt I've created. Really think about that. Let that resonate. Repeat it to yourself as you stand in the mirror. And I want you to think about moments where you weren't very kind to yourself. Moments where you haven't been kind to others. Really tap in and take in those words. Meditate on those words. Don't punish yourself for the things that were done in the past. 
don't beat yourself up for that. That's not going to be helpful towards your healing. So if you are able to acknowledge and take accountability for the person that you were, forgive yourself. Really forgive yourself. You're human. We are all human. We all fall sh- we all fall short. But there are people that still continue to hold our feet to the fire even when we have shown them that we aren't the person who has wronged them. So the word of the day is forgiveness. And you know how we do. Meditate on it. Affirm it. Journal it. Do a cartwheel. Whatever you need to do with this word. Sit with what forgiveness means. And it's more than just putting the past behind you and moving on. It's actually accepting what has happened and showing compassion to yourself. You're facing what you've done and what has happened. And that's honestly the first step towards self-forgiveness. If you keep looking back at the past and you're like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. You did. You did. But again, do not punish yourself. Do not beat yourself up. That's not going to do anything but keep you stagnant in your healing journey. If anything, just focus on what you can do now, what you can do in the present, whom you can be in the present. Let's focus on that. Forgive yourself for not knowing better at the time and just forgive yourself for giving away your power because we've all done it. We've all given away our power. We've all done it. So don't sit there, no, I didn't, you did. So be quiet. Forgive yourself for past behaviors. Ooh, child. Mm. Forgive yourself for survival patterns and traits you picked up while enduring trauma. Mm. Forgive yourself for being who you needed to be. God dang. If it's one thing that I am going to feed you guys is I'm going to feed you guys the truth, the truth about me, the truth about just how real and how ugly this journey can be. But just know that as you get deeper in your spiritual journey, healing is going to happen and you're going to go through a period of forgiveness, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others. Asking for forgiveness from others whom you might have done wrong. Not no, not no might, whom you've done wrong. We don't always do or say the right thing when it comes to the relationships that we have with others. And things may not always be done in the greatest of ways towards us. We may not always experience, you know, happy and jovial people. We're going to come across some people who have a lot of shit going on in their lives. And it just so happens that we end up becoming the face of what it is that they're trying to fix and vice versa. We experience people in our lives all at different times, regardless of what we're going through. We're always going to experience people at different times in their lives. Now, what we choose to do, (laughs) what we choose to do with what they are showing us is entirely up to us and whether we choose to take it on, whether we choose to endure it. And again, it goes both ways, whether someone chooses to take on what bullshit we bring to the table. But just know that over time, forgiveness will happen. Forgiveness is going to happen. It's going to need to happen. And at one point, I didn't truly know what forgiveness was. Of course, you know, you're told, especially growing up in a Baptist church or just growing up Christian, period, 
you're always told to ask for forgiveness from the Lord anytime that you may have sinned. Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, but that was it. I can honestly say I was other than, especially growing up, not to say that my grandmother or my mother didn't teach me these things, but as far as that being modeled, I'll say, as far as it being modeled, no, no, I wasn't really shown the proper way to seek forgiveness or to provide forgiveness. You understand? So with that, I thought that just apologizing, just saying, oh, I'm sorry, was okay. Not truly understanding what I've done wrong, how I've done someone wrong or said something wrong, and what I can learn just from that process as a whole. So apologizing for me was just like a blanket just to appease the situation. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, what are you, what are you sorry for? But isn't it funny how, you know, when the situation is flipped, we want something like, you better apologize to me for what you said and what you've done to me. You better, you better part those lips and you better apologize to me. We want that for ourselves without taking into consideration, okay, well, what did you do? Do you have something that you might need to apologize for? And when I tell you, I used to be very, very stubborn and feeling like there'd be times, well, I don't have anything to apologize for. What am I going to apologize for? Be because. Because you, you did something to someone. You said something to someone and you hurt their feelings. That's why. That's why you offer, offer the apology. And don't just tell someone that you, I'm sorry. I apologize because you're not a sorry person. And I'm also working on not saying I'm sorry because we are not sorry people. We're not. We are not less than. We make mistakes. Holding ourselves accountable is what helps us to grow. And when we apologize, we are taking accountability for what we have done. And just as we want someone to forgive us, we have to forgive others. And I realized in my relationships, I was doing more harm than good when it came to the apologizing because it was such a blanket ass apology sometimes. <laughs> but now let me, let me say this. I give genuine apologies. There are times when I'm truly, there have been times where I have, I've understood, okay, I fucked up. I know that I did wrong. But then there's also been moments where I have been made to feel like I did something wrong and I didn't. And that comes from, you know, past romantic relationships or even in my childhood. So when you aren't really shown the proper way to apologize or truly, it's almost like, you know, okay, yeah, you apologize for something, but then you're shamed and you're guilted for whatever it is that you did. So then it's almost like, well, what the hell am I apologizing for? If you're just going to shame and guilt me after I've come to you, I've acknowledged that I've done wrong. I've acknowledged that I did not make the best decision. I made a mistake. How can I learn from it? Instead of shaming me and guilting me, Help me to grow from this. Help me to learn from this. How can I be a better person for you? How can I be a better person towards you? What is it that I can do to help us within this relationship, whether it's romantic or whether it's platonic or whether it's familial? What can I do as a person that can help us to move forward with forgiveness? What lesson can I take away from this? And so that was something that I had to learn over time in my relationships. There have been times where I've, you know, gone in meditative states and I've asked for forgiveness. 
just forgiveness in my way of thinking, having self-limited beliefs, not feeling like I'm capable of doing the things or the goals that I've set for myself. At one point I had to realize, okay, Tanika, you're asking for self-forgiveness, but I really want you to sit and think long and hard about the people that you have done wrong in your life. Talk about a punch in the stomach. Because it's easy for us to forget that we have also done people wrong. And in all transparency, I always felt like people were doing me wrong. I never really fully analyzed the hurt that I was causing people as well. Because I was hurt, I hurt. I hurt other people. Just like the saying, hurt people hurt people. And that was true in my case. But with self-forgiveness, it's so easy to forgive others, but it's so hard to forgive yourself. But it's not about letting yourself off the hook or a sign of weakness. And I think a lot of times we think like, oh, well, if I tell somebody I'm sorry or if I apologize to them, then I'm weak or I'm going to be looked at as weak. Whomever chooses to look at you as weak because you're choosing to take accountability for the things that you've done, maybe those are the type of people you don't need in your life. Maybe those aren't the type of people that you need to continue to surround yourself with. Maybe those aren't the type of people that you need to feel like they're going to uplift you because if someone is telling you that you're weak for apologizing, First of all, who the hell are you to tell me (laughs) that I'm weak? Just because you can't communicate yourself effectively, you cannot dictate how I'm supposed to feel or what I'm supposed to communicate or me taking responsibility for myself. Who are you? Who? I'll wait. Okay. Self-forgiveness is accepting the behavior and you're accepting what's happened. You're willing to move past it and move on with your life. I think a lot of times what we tend to do when we do forgive someone we have a hard time forgetting, which that I'm going to actually post that on Instagram at some point this week. When we forgive, do we forget? When we forgive, do we forget? And I think that it's going to be 50-50. I'm going to do a poll on that. I'm going to see. And I'm also going to prompt it as a question sometime this week, because I really think that when we are seeking forgiveness or when we want forgiveness, that's the same thing, girl. Um, when we're giving forgiveness, offering forgiveness, we, um, I don't think we forget what was said or what was done to us, but then that goes to us being able to let go of the resentment that we hold behind all of that. Because you can easily forgive somebody, but are you going to really forget what they did or what they said to you? And I mean, even when I've apologized to people, um, I'm pretty sure that there's something that they they did not forget that I've done or said to them. And I understand how that may cause a strain on the relationship later on. And if they choose not to be my friend, if they choose to distance themselves, now I can honestly understand that it's going to hurt. Because you never want to lose people in your life. But then there are times when you feel like people come in your life for a particular season. And I never, ever want it to be misconstrued that, you know, you just completely just cut people out of your life just for the sake of doing it. Because I've been that person. It was so easy for me to block a motherfucker. I will block you and not care. I will block you and go on with my life. I can stand five feet away from you. And act like you don't exist in my life. I've done it. 
I have done it. But yet, I want someone to turn around and forgive me. Mm, I tell you, honey. The same finger that I have pointing at others, I keep three pointing right back at me and always remember that. Whatever finger that you choose to point at someone, oh, well, they did this, they did. Well, what did you do? If you did anything. Because there are times when, no, we don't always do something and someone has been unkind to us or hasn't treated us the best or hasn't said, you know, the most pleasant things to us or made us feel our best. Sometimes it is one-sided. But always know that forgiveness is going to be a two-way street. And growing up, forgiveness wasn't a theme in my household. So either we talked about it or we didn't. Or things were just swept under the rug. Like we were just supposed to forget what, what happened. And then you have people walking around the house with damn eggshells under their feet. Because you're scared to say or do anything. Or you think that the person is still remembering what happened. And you're, you're scared to say anything. Who wants to do that? Because that wasn't a very good example set in regards to healing relationships for me. Building relationships, maintaining relationships, establishing relationships. Because for me, it was so easy for me to cut people off if you've done something wrong to me. But yet I wanted you to keep me in your life if I did something wrong to you. How selfish of me. Who the fuck did I think I was? Who? I couldn't have thought that I was someone that sat on a damn stool and you were supposed to keep me in your life if I've wronged you. I may not have apologized, but you know I'm sorry. Ew. Was me. Mm. But deep down, I was always willing to do any and everything for you. That was never wavered. That never wavered. At least I, I feel that way. Other people may not. But growing up that way, you begin to accept things as they are or how they were. You start to think it's, a, it's the norm. It's okay. You're unable to really maintain specific relationships in your life. Whether it's platonic, romantic, or familial, you will not be able to maintain and establish good relationships with people if you are not open to receiving forgiveness or even being the forgiver. Asking for forgiveness. You can sit all day and say what someone has done to you, but really, really sit and think about what did I do to them? But how can you forgive yourself? How can we forgive ourselves? Because eventually we're going to have to. <laughs> we're going to have to move towards forgiving ourselves because if we don't, what are you doing this for? What are you doing this for? There's really no real reason as to why you're doing any of this if you are not going to truly forgive yourself or forgive others. Release that heavy burden of shame and guilt. For what? Why are you, why are you holding on to that? There's no point. There's no point at all. No point of it. Okay? I really want you to understand that if you are not willing to sit with yourself and really truly forgive yourself for everything that has happened in the past, you're going to keep continuing on that cycle. You're going to keep carrying everything into your next lifetime. That's why those karmic cycles are present because you keep carrying on and ruminating over shit that has not been completely healed. And I know when we're coming from, you know, a 
a mental or a psychological standpoint, there are specific disorders where you aren't able to get over things as quickly, especially if you suffer from anxiety disorder. So I do not say that to discredit anyone who suffers from any type of disorder because these things happen over time and shit. Who, who said that I healed overnight? I didn't just snap my fingers and, oh, <laughs> I'm healed. No, every day I'm learning a lesson. Remember I told y'all on Instagram, we go through karmic cycles every 40 minutes, every 40 minutes, because if we have not learned that lesson from what, you know, what we were taught or what we go through in that specific moment, it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep happening over and over again. And then you're going to really sit there and keep wondering, oh my God, why do I keep, why do I keep going through all of this? Why do I keep dealing with the same things? It's because girl, you have not learned the lesson. You have not fully understood that what it is that you are dealing with is because you have not forgiven yourself. You have not truly understood that by working through this forgiveness, I am healing myself. I am shedding those layers and I am opening up myself to new opportunities so that I can bring in new relationships and I can bring in the happiness that I deserve. That's why self-forgiveness is so important. That's why forgiving others is so important. That's why learning these lessons is so, so, so important. So how do we forgive ourselves? We release negativity. Well, T, how do I release negativity? How do you feel like you need to release negativity? <laughs> Be honest about what happened. Ask for closure. Because if you... You're going to continue to hold on to resentment. You are going to continue to ruminate over what has taken place. And honestly, my relationship with my ex that I had in D.C., I thought the sun, moon, and the stars all revolved around this man. You could not tell me that he was not meant for me. But he was meant for me and for all of the District Columbia. And yes, I said the District Columbia, the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C. He was meant for all of them streets. He was for the streets. Now, when we, we had an amazing time together, I just knew that he was my soulmate. I knew that we were going to be together. But what's fucked up is how we got together. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was fucking around with his friend. And one night, all three of us went out. And I was like, who is this? <laughs> who is this? Let me find out that the friend is cuter. So I was that person. I, But me and his homeboy was not serious. We were not in a relationship. Although, yes, we were fucking around. I was wrong. And I take full responsibility from that. Which is why I feel like, in hindsight, that was karma. Because every he fucked me over, y'all. And he was probably dating somebody at the time that he started seeing me. And let's just say that I ended up having a conversation with an ex at one of his birthday parties. And when I tell you, she filled me in on every single thing. Pretty much that was the complete same thing that he would do with me, he did with her. And I'm like, is this man a sociopath? Like what in the world? Like who, who is this man? And so because of that, it messed with my trust and people, period. So in relationships after that, my trust was shot. I had a hard time believing in people and trusting in people. And I know that one, I ended up bringing it on myself with how I went into this relationship with him. And secondly, with how he moved within that relationship. So I was fucked both ways. No pun intended. Because... <laughs> Just in the relationship with him. And then I ended up fucking over a friend. 
I was hell on wheels. And I'm thinking I didn't do anything wrong. Not acknowledging his feelings on how I just dropped him just like that to go fuck with his friend. So I knew he didn't give two shits about how he was treating me. If anything, he was like, oh, well, she deserves it. And maybe at that time I did. So you see how when we think we need forgiveness from someone else, but we have forgiveness to give to someone. You see how that how that intertwines? That's how that worked. So yeah. Next, accept the unacceptable. We can't change the past. We can just become the best version of ourselves. And even within that whole situation, excuse me, and realizing that I was dead ass wrong. I was wrong. Yes, even though he fucked me over with the many women that he was seeing and just how he moved, period, I still had to realize that I ended up screwing somebody over. And even in that, I didn't know how to balance my friendships. There would be so many times I would blow off my homegirls just to be with this nigga who was just running around with somebody else. So then even seeking forgiveness from them with me not knowing how to be a good friend to them in that moment because I didn't know how to create a good balance. I was just so happy that somebody wanted me and was giving me the attention that I did not have. Learn your lesson. Take the time to understand and learn the lesson. What is it telling you? That's how those karmic cycles are being repeated because if you're not learning the lesson, you're going to continue to go through it again. And why would you want to keep going through that again? It's not conducive to you or your mental health or your emotional health. It's just, for what? Why, why, don't, don't, don't keep doing that. Next, you're going to move forward. You cannot change what happened, but you can change your attitude and your actions in the present. That's all you can do. That's all you are willing to do at that moment. Self-compassion. Um, practicing mindfulness, being kind to yourself, talking with yourself in a way that is helpful. Because why are you going to continue to speak negatively to yourself? Think of every word that you speak over yourself. Is it positive or is it negative? Are you constantly downing yourself for things that have happened in the past? Are you shaming and guilting your own self because of things that have happened? This is not going to be helpful in the process of self-forgiveness. So when you're thinking about the things that you're speaking to yourself, make sure that you're speaking kindly. You're doing more harm than good because you're going to continue to think that you are what you speak over yourself. And you should, but in positive aspects. Don't keep telling yourself like, oh, I'm so fucking stupid because I was with this man and I just, I didn't learn. Okay. You were, you were dumb. You learned from it. Now let's move on. What can you do to help better yourself? And because of that, I've been able to forgive him. Even though I did not tell him to his face, I have been able to forgive him and his actions. I've been able to forgive myself for that whole situation and how I moved, how I moved as a person because I was grimy, honey. I was grimy. Grimy. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so with all that being said, um, just thinking about how you can just be, be more forgiving towards yourself. It's not always going to be an easy task, but just know that self-forgiveness is possible. Self-forgiveness is the ability to make sure that you are not holding your feet to the fire constantly for the things that you have done in the past, because that's it. You have to move forward. You have to show yourself some self-compassion because if you don't, then you're going to continue to think, oh, I ain't shit. I won't be shit. And I ain't never going to be nothing more than what I am right now. And you can't think that way. You cannot. So, with all that being said, I've been able to recognize that I'm human and I acted in the best way that I was able 
to and I was capable of at the moment. Um, I've grown as a person, still growing <laughs> as a person. I'm grateful for the increased insight and opportunity that I've been able to receive from all of this that I've gone through and continuing to go through because it's going to help me to make better choices from here on out. And I accept this about myself. I accept that I have not been the kindest to people. I haven't been the best person, but knowing that I'm able to move forward from that and accept that that's who I was, but that's no longer who I am. I'm allowing myself to be at peace with this and I forgive myself. I'm going to constantly keep asking for forgiveness for myself as well as from others. Whether I do it in a ritual or meditative state, I'm sending out that energy for forgiveness. So I say this to you now. Anyone whom I have done wrong, I've spoken ill against, towards, anyone that I have done anything negative to, I apologize for ever thinking that I was never wrong in the situation. I apologize for not being kind to you, for not being the best person when you needed me to be. I apologize for not knowing that I was doing you wrong. I apologize for not even acknowledging it or brushing it over and thinking like, oh, you'll be all right, or apologizing just to appease the situation. And I ask for forgiveness. I genuinely ask for forgiveness. And I forgive myself. And I thank you. Remember the word of the day is forgiveness. And ask yourself, are there things I still need to forgive myself for? Are there things that I still need to forgive myself for? But I want to thank you for listening today. I want to thank you for... I want to thank you for just being here and being vulnerable and open and just going along this journey with me as we just continue to heal. We continue to peel back those layers and acknowledge that we are not always the best to ourselves or to others for that matter. Just a reminder to make sure that you're liking the episodes, you're sharing, you're subscribing, you're leaving testimonials, leave me a voice message. Let me know if there's other topics that you want to know about. Whatever questions that you have, please do not hesitate to do so. Follow me on my Instagram at The Harvest Group 4. You can also follow me on Twitter at TJ, as well as on Clubhouse at TJ. That's T-E-I-E, the letter J, on Twitter and Clubhouse and the Harvest Group 4 on Instagram. And I'll see you on episode six. Thank you for taking this journey with me today. Remember, the seeds you've planted today will harvest your healing and loving yourself more and more each day. Happy harvesting. <laughs>